Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Malarkey. I waited an extra few seconds there just in case Tori said, wait, 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 but she got it this time. I know, I remember the question this time. Yeah. Anyway, um, I am Tessa, one of two hosts. I am the other host, Tori. Thing two. Thing two. Wait, does that make me thing one? Am I thing one? Sure. Am I thing three? Well, mm, which do you want to be? I think you're thing four. I oddly enough agree with you. <laughs> I think I have thing four energy. I am yeah. not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go go on. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm thing four. You've got okay. thing two okay. and thing four here. <laughs> the other ones have <laughs> slipped out of this world. The other ones are Nanya. Nanya business. Ooh, I liked mine better. Well, you would. <laughs> anyway. You would. You're the oh. one who said them. Question of the day. Um, night. Time. What Morning. would the world be like if bananas were illegal? Bananas. B-N-A-N-A-S. The same. Is bananas. That's why I said slipped out of this world. Get it? No. Okay. So in the chat, Tori always writes the question because if she doesn't write it, she's not going to. She won't remember the wording of it. Like she'll remember the question, but not how to say it. So anyway, so like what the the question is, what would the world be like if the banana were a no-go, which technically wasn't the original wording of the question, but it worked. Then underneath it, she wrote banana, nope, banana peeled off, banana slipped out of this world. And then you're going bananas. And I get all of those are bad. Banana, (laughs) nope. I think you can actually work with you're going bananas, common saying. Banana slipped out of this world, a weird combination of two things. Banana peeled off. I'm genuinely not sure what you're trying to say with that. Okay, because bananas peel, right? They sure do. They peel. (laughs) Like, you know, when someone takes off, like, it takes off. Wow, that, that, that is what we call a reach. Oh my gosh. Why was that the second thing your brain thought of when you were trying to think of banana puns? Banana peeled off came before you're going bananas. Like yeah. you thought of that before you thought of you're going bananas. In my, def- I don't really know why it came up first, but in my mind it was like the bananas are going take off, but they peel, so it's peeling off. Ha ha ha. Yeah, Very that's funny. Not, that's not scary at all, though. That's what's going on in your head. I could keep going, but I'm not going to. Please feel free to not. I yeah. hope I was really hoping I would have some way to block your chat privileges, but I don't know if I do. I think that really slips for you. Wait, Doesn't... I think I figured it out. I sure hope you didn't. Actually, I know someone in real life who tripped on a banana peel. For real? Mm-hmm. But it was because he was trying to prove that you can't slip on banana peels in real life yeah so he was just walking and there was a banana peel and he slipped and fell the point not (laughs) proven really when it comes down to it point not proven yeah you know when you peel banana the insides are kind of like slippery and like wet so like if i feel like if you mushy if you will mushy if you will moist perhaps Mm, i don't like that one but mushy but like so if you put it down 
with like that facing completely down or that facing completely up, I could see how it would be slippery. But a lot of times a banana peel is like thrown on the ground, like on its side or whatever. And then it's like, that probably won't be slippery. Sloshy mush. Still back to that, huh? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I do think that it, it would have to be pretty, pretty like on the slippy side. Yeah. I don't know. We have to test it. Yeah, I think it depends on the side, but I'm really glad that I think it's, I think there's nothing funnier than the irony of your friend being like, I'm going to step on this to prove it's not slippery and then immediately slipping. Oh, it was really, really funny. I think there was like a vine where that was, it was like a what, full grown adult too. What happened in the like. vine? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, people got to prove their points sometimes, right? Anyway, there's a mine now. What? You said deep down in the mine. Oh, no, I think, no, I said, <laughs> I said, I think that was a vine. Like, I think oh. that was a vine of some, some kid stepping on a banana peel and slipping. Although, yes, I do have very, very serious news. Soon enough, I will be shipped off to the mines to <laughs> mine coal for my family of 16. <laughs> so you probably won't Excuse be seeing me again. Without yeah. me, if you're going to a coal mine, I want to come. Well, get your ass back here and you can come, but you have to get back here first. I don't even think there is a coal mine back there. There's a coal mine nearby. How do you know that? Because I am a genius and I live here and I can only... I live there and I don't know where it is. Well, yeah, but Tori, you can't drive anywhere without directions. Well... Point not taken. <laughs> Point not taken. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, but also, like, I could make anywhere mine if I wanted to. I mean, that's fair. You could dig a hole in your house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you are getting my point perfectly right now. Yeah. So point taken. Mm, point not taken. Mm. Because oh. that's more fun to say. Yeah. That's more fun to say just because it has a shock and awe factor. I accidentally did the thing again today where I almost got a saying correct. Oh, yeah? I told you already. Oh, okay. I was going to say, okay, but our listeners haven't heard it. I know, but I really you thought I was right. I do. You can't, you can't bring it up and then not tell them what the, what the mess was. I thought you was. were going to tell them what it was. Oh, well, no, you are, you're the one who remembers it better. I just got to hear it secondhand. Like, I don't know the full story. I just know, okay. I know exactly what you said. Well, I was sitting, I was sitting here on my bed like this and my friend was here and I was like, Hey, so I'm watching Hannibal and they were like, Oh my God, you're going to love it what do you think? And I was like, well, I think the therapist is the murderer because his name is Hannibal. And that's the murderer name from the guy. And then they were like, what, what guy? And I was like, Hannibal Hector. <laughs> I, was so, I was so confident with it. <laughs> they, did like a, they, they took a second and just looked at me and went, what? Oh God. Did you Hannibal say? Hannibal Hector. It's just, it's just like, so good. What do, you, what do you mean? And they were like, do you mean Lecter? And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I like fell over <laughs> laughing. So I was like, I swear, I thought I was right. So like, have you ever seen Hannibal Lecter? No. Yeah. I've heard of it, though. What made you think it was Hannibal Hector? <laughs> I 
I don't know. Because it sounds like what my favorite part about these is how every time, like how confident you are in I them. Like and this I is, have to get this it is another sometime. case. This is another case where you were so sure and we're so wrong. I don't know. I feel like either someday I'm going to get it right or I'm not going to be as confident with it. Like someday it'll. Yeah it'll change I don't mean this in a mean way you know I love you but I don't think I've ever heard you use like a correct idiom honestly (laughs) like I don't think so like I feel like you don't use idioms that like commonly when you're speaking and then whenever you do use them it's like a mashup of two or like slightly off like Hannibal Hector you know (laughs) like I really thought that one was right this time (laughs) you always think it's right you every every I single time don't know where I get that's, them. Tori, that's the brilliance of them is that you approach them with the confidence of someone standing in front of a train thinking it's gonna stop <laughs> <laughs> like you are so sure that the train is gonna stop and it doesn't it never does <laughs> maybe one day it will though maybe you're right maybe like it has to at some point right eventually even by accident like it just statistically yeah I have to get one right and like maybe I don't remember you using an idiom correctly because when you use an idiom correctly there's nothing for me to comment on you know like you used it that's an idiom A lot I of people feel like say you haven't said something sometime like whether you're just letting me get away with it or you're like or it was right I don't really know yeah I remember a couple times where you said it and the content of what you were saying was more <laughs> something I needed to comment on more than the idiom itself. So I remember talking about what you had said and then looping back and being like, will you say that again? <laughs> I See, remember. That is, that is the danger point when someone's like, say that again. And I'm like, oh no, no, I refuse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I will not say whatever I just said again. Cause apparently it was yeah. wrong. <laughs> I try to, I try to like, so innocently be like, would you can you say that again and you're always like oh shit every time it's that it's that's the phrase that tells it's me just, I want to make sure that I heard you right <laughs> like like I like I want to believe that I just like heard you wrong and that you actually said Hannibal Lecter but the thing is you don't you didn't <laughs> I remember vividly I think this was probably like the first summer or winter that you were back from college so like it was kind of our first time being apart for so long and you were back and so we were hanging out like just like a ton I think this was like the second day of a sleepover in all honesty and I like maybe I'd gone to work and come back or something like that but I remember before I went to bed that night I was sitting there and I was, I was, you know, sitting there with you and I was listing out loud all of the like weird idioms you had gotten incorrect. And it was like, it was like a list of like four or five different things. And I went to bed going, I'm going to remember all of these so I can make fun of her in the morning. And then I woke up in the morning and I couldn't remember any of them. I'm not upset about that. Wow. We need to like start (laughs) writing them down. No, we don't. We really don't. Yes, we do. Here's the thing. If we don't record your mistakes, how will you learn from them? I won't. I have a point. And also, picture this. Picture this. There's just so much power for you to have. Yeah, but like, I don't know. If I Here's the thing. If I try and use them against you, you've already said them. I guess, you know, there's a teasing aspect to it where I'm making fun of you. But like, if I use it against you in front of someone else, that other person will just think I'm being dumb and saying the wrong thing. You know, like if we're like if we're in a group oh, of people, no. if we're in a group of people, and I'm like, haha, Hannibal Hector, they'll be like, 
excuse me come again I'd know I mean you'd be laughing at me you would know that's true I'm just saying I think because the problem is then they get forgotten and some of the stuff that you say is just like total gems you know like I mean they don't really make sense a lot of the time but they're like entertaining and they're funny like they're like sometimes there have been ones that have been like the saying you know the like the saying that's a combination of two idioms that has actually kind of become a saying what's like we'll burn that bridge when we get to it mm-hmm. yeah like that one's that one's kind of like you've had a couple that are like in that same vein yeah. of like kind of funny and relatable yeah and they're getting lost to time I guess that's sad that's true but I just also want you to be able to be a like 60 year old woman and, and sitting there and I'll just randomly send you this like hundred page list of everything you've ever said to me. That was an idiom that was wrong. I think one of my favorites was still just party like it's nine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I, I was, you know why? Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love it because I said it in a room I don't think I told you this part of it, but I said it at like an activities fair. So there was like a crowd of people and like both sides, <laughs> the people on both sides of the front I was talking to just, just stared at me because they were waiting for me to finish it. And I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that that one was so public. It was so public. So public. Yeah. Cause well, I mean, here's the thing, like knowing you and knowing you do this is like one thing. It's still funny to me. But, like, not knowing you and hearing you say it with, like, complete conviction, even better. <laughs> but, like, okay, here's what I like about that one. Is, like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, when you say party, like, it's nine. Are you talking about, like, the year, like, nine? Or are you talking about, like, nine o'clock at night? I was, either mind, I was thinking the time, like, nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I would say either of which is kind of a funny answer because like nine o'clock isn't like I mean it's like party it's like late I guess but I feel like nine o'clock isn't like the quintessential party time it's just nine (laughs) o'clock party like it's nine party like it's nine (laughs) yeah and once again there's another one that you approached with quite a bit of confidence okay I have something completely unrelated I forgot to tell you but I remembered just now okay this isn't an, uh, this is like unrelated. So yeah. you know how like weird things happen all the time? To you or just in general? Just, just, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, so I pulled out, I pulled out my old Russian like notebook that I had been using because I have Russian again this semester. Sure. And I was trying to find where I had left off. And then like the middle of the blank pages, there was a bunch of like, Russian words randomly spread out but like words that weren't written in my handwriting and I didn't know what the words were and then they were like crossed out so I was really confused and then I like flipped it and then I saw like another one there was like one singular word I was really confused because I had no idea what it was so I like I got the I got out my my translate thing and I Mm -hmm. like scanned it so I was like what is this and I had no idea what it was it was just in the middle of like the blank pages like crossed out and stuff and it just said hulex and i'm not sure what that means so hulex yep it was it said h-u-l-e-x i still have the weird writing yo that's a fucking okay hold on hear me out 
That is someone trying to communicate to you the name of someone you either need to avoid or need to kill, or maybe both. Or maybe I need to befriend. Hmm. If it's written in your notebook in ominous handwriting that is not your own, I don't think that's Do you want to see? I'll show you. I, I do. <laughs> Have you been able to translate and like, like figure out what any of the crossed out ones were? No. That's not an answer. <laughs> Corey, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Have you been able to translate? And yeah, I can hear you now. It just says Hulix a lot of. No, any of the crossed out ones on the other page. Yeah, that's the same. It just says Hulix. Oh, I thought you said there was a couple. Oh, it's all the same word. Whenever you lean over like that, for some reason I can't hear you. Well, it's just it's just me and the. Ow. All right, go get it. I'm gonna talk to the to the lurkers. Don't listen. <laughs> Hello, lurkers. It's just me and you in this little dark room. There's a single candle in the middle. <laughs> you look around the walls. Are you trying to stay the lurkers? <laughs> Shush! I told you not to listen. You turn it off. <laughs> Don't listen. I'm pl- take off your headphones. Oh. <laughs> no, take off your head to, or either hurry up and get the notebook you're trying to get or leave me alone with the lurkers all right dark room single candle in the middle the floor a pentagram don't worry about that the walls i said don't worry about that the walls are covered in papers all of which have mysterious handwriting on them it's just you and me alone in this little room the paper has tons of different words. There's only a couple of which you can understand and which are in your language. And they say, run away. Okay, don't worry about that either. There's also some dark, like red stuff in the corner. Don't worry about that either. There is no door. Don't worry about. (laughs) (laughs) Everything I say is just followed up with don't worry about that. There are no doors. There are no windows. There is just the candle, and the candle is in one of those cute little candlestick holders, because, you know, aesthetic. The haunted one. The haunted ones, exactly. And um, it's just you and me in this room. We're sitting cross-legged on the ground with a candle in between us. Um, And I start talking to you in a language that is not my own. Um, What would you do? Like me personally? No, I'm. Hey, I told you not to listen. I'm talking to the lurkers. I can't answer you, and you can't ask them questions. Well, I'm just saying. I think we should make a post on Instagram, and uh, just have it be a blank picture with just a candle, and underneath just says what you would, what what would you do, so that they have a chance to answer that question. Anyway, so uh, my question was: every single word in this notebook was the same word. Mm-hmm. So it it all said what was it again? Who? Hulix. Hulix. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to That's find it in the random blank pages. Yeah. My notebook. I like it. Hulix is there too. Okay, I'm talking to the lurkers again. We're in this dark room. Standing in the corner next to the blood, I mean paint, is Hulix. He stands there and he looks at you and he smiles. He's missing a tooth in the front. His hands are covered in ink. He maybe has a sword or something that is sharp with him. He just stands and he watches. 
Don't worry about who licks. Worry about the candle. Oh, all right. I'm back to, I'm done with my bullshit. Um, that's interesting. Okay. So I'm, I, the, it's like this one word and then the scribbles crossing it out are like way bigger than the word in, in Tori's notebook. Like the script, like the word takes up like the like little left hand corner, and the scribbles go all the way across to like both margins. It's true. That's so weird. Is there like any way that like someone might have been meaning to add more characters to this word, and they just like never did or something? Well, who are you referring? This is my notebook, and you're. I guess that's true. I'll give, you, I'll give you a handwriting comparison. This is Ooh, my it was so curvy. I didn't know your handwriting is so curvy. It's your handwriting is, you know, it's oh yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a it's a, a good figure. Yeah, it has an awesome figure. Oh, definitely, just like that lady told you. Yeah, I guess we probably I probably haven't. I don't think we've told that story to the lurkers, have we? Am I lost the page again? Man, well. I guess while you're looking for it, I can explain. Um, I work at a pizza restaurant, right? And um, one night I was working there and I was wearing a new dress that I'd gotten because I was like, I don't know, I wanted to wear a dress, you know? Um, and so I wore it and me and this other coworker were both wearing green. And we were kind of matching in some ways because we were like, she was wearing like this cool green, like flowy shirt. And I was wearing this green, like flowery dress. And um this lady who's like a, who's like a common customer. She comes there with her husband and she's really, really nice. And she comes there all the time and she's probably like what fifties. She and her husband are like in their fifties or something. And she's about to leave and we're like really, really busy. And so me and this other coworker that have the same, <laughs> that have the same like green, um, same green outfit. Oh, found the word again. These are my comparison. Yeah. It's too bad that none of the it's too bad that none of the lurkers can see that because like it's very very different. Like the 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 handwriting that you don't recognize is like very square. It's very square. It like it looks unnatural and it's like square and it's pretty like spaced out. It's just strange. And like your handwriting is like I was so confused. I was like I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, you're like whose is this? Um. Anyway, me and this coworker, I'll finish the story real quick and I kind of want to come back to the handwriting thing. But me and this coworker, we're standing next to each other and we were making salads because we were way behind on salads. And this lady comes up to us and she turns to my coworker and she's like, listen, darling, your shirt is beautiful. Like it has these like big, elegant, flowing sleeves. Like you look like a fairy, you know, just like using this really nice, really flowery, pretty language to compliment my coworker. And then she turns to me and all she says is, I've been looking at you from behind and that dress. And then she did. I, I wish you guys could see this. She did that thing in the air where it's like you're like molding out like a, like a woman's like shape the hourglass with your hands. Hand yeah, shape. like the hourglass kind of like figure kind of shape. She she made that shape and she was like, that's you. She's like, <laughs> and your dress. And then she makes the shape. And then both. And, and that was all she had to say about me. And both me and my coworker were like oh thank you <laughs> and it's really funny because she turned to my other coworker and was like don't you agree but the coworker she turned to was my brother <laughs> and so she was like don't you agree to my brother and he was like uh, 
I guess. Like he didn't. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to. I don't want to comment on that. No, but like, comment on my sister's ass. Yeah, I don't want to comment on my sister's like curves. That's weird as hell. And like he was, you know, he was just trying to be like polite to the lady. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I think she looks nice in the dress, you know. Like, but she, he like changed the wording. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a nice dress. Like he was like not going to comment on it at all. But I love. I love how to my other coworker, she was like flowy, beautiful, mm-hmm. elegant. And to me, she was like, that ass. <laughs> I just I love that she specified that she was looking at you from behind. I know. <laughs> like but she couldn't, she could have just said, like, that dress makes you look and then down the curvy thing, which the curvy hand gesture in itself is kind of weird. But the fact that she specified that it was from behind. Oh, it cracks just, me up. Oh man, if it had been like, I, I don't know, the whole situation was kind of strange anyway. But like, if it had been like a younger woman or like a man, it would have probably been a really un- uncomfortable situation. I don't think any I a just, younger I, person would say that. That's true, but like, also, I feel like you have to be a younger person to like know that hand motion. Like, how did she know that? What vault know. of what vault of secrets did she dive into? I don't oh, know. If someone taught her how to use the word thick, I bet she would have used it on me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think like if someone had trouble. told her, she, if someone had taught her like, ooh, you dummy thick means like, I think she would have used it on me. But I don't but, really know why. But like. I'm going to take it as a compliment. I do think it was a compliment. But I, I think she, like, yeah. I think it was a compliment. I think the way of going about it was a little sketchy. Yeah, no, very sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait. Okay, so going back to the notebook really quick. I have a bunch of notebooks that I like. <laughs> I have a bunch of notebooks that have chicken scratch in it for me from when I was like five and was given a set of crayons. And then I just like use the rest of the notebook because obviously I don't want to like waste paper. Um, like, is, has this notebook ever been like used by anyone else? I like, got this so notebook I, I last notebooks. semester. Like, you got it last? I got I it for it last semester. Damn. No. So then, then, like, it's no. I literally got it for Russian and, and just been using it for that. Could one of your friends have like looked over your shoulder and like? None of them know Russian. Imi- yeah, but maybe they're. I mean, what's the word again? Who hulics? Hulics. Okay, here's the thing. Hulics isn't trying, exactly a sensical word. The weird thing. Okay, so the weird thing is it's not an imitation of the characters of the letters I know and write with. Mm. It's an imitation of the print, like written, like the typed Russian, which is different from the written one. Yeah. So like those characters aren't written in my notebook and none of my friends know Russian. So like, I don't know. Mm. And it's, yeah, so it couldn't have been like an imitation because I didn't, I have never tried to write the the typed characters because they're different than the cursive written Russian weird have you like tried doing any research on like if there's like a hulix or something like a person or like an event i know but have you tried like because it freaked me out and then i was like i need to tell you and then i kind of forgot about it yeah and now we're unearthing it again and i hope i'm freaking you out again because this is kind of like that thing and i think you've told this story where you like got stuck in a little time loop for a little bit like there's not really an explanation that makes sense here you know yeah I don't see anything who looks yeah 
just Helix just and Huxley, which are very Huxley. different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I think this is uh, this is in some ways like reminding me of the time loop because it's like there's not really a good explanation, oh, like one way, like one way or the other. Yeah, you probably shut that out of your memory. I leave all the weird things that happen to me. And I remember. <laughs> Tori just Tori just like dumps all of the weird things <laughs> on me because she's like, these are weird. And I hold on to them and I'm like, these are weird. Yeah, but I don't, it, I forget about them because there's no like, I don't know what to do with them. Like there's yeah. nothing to do with them. I just panic because I'm exactly. like, well, that's it weird. And that's why you give them to me and I hold on to them because I think they're weird and funny and I like thinking about them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you have to tell me what a Hulex is. Yeah, I'll look into it. I'll try. But here's what I'm saying. If a stranger comes in, <laughs> you got to like, you got to keep an eye out for that word. Just like in someone's name and someone's last name. Maybe it's like someone's like, I don't know, like code name or like someone's like, like YouTube handle or something like whack. Like it could be anything. It could be anything. I have like, so literally just- no idea. I know just that maybe this person hasn't like maybe this is like a premonition that you had and that's why it's like a weird premonition I just showed it to you yeah it's a prediction for the future is what I'm saying oh weird I think it's a person I need to befriend I think it's a person that you're gonna need to watch out for which is why I'm saying I think it's a premonition like a prediction that you had for the future so I think that whoever this Hulix is has not appeared in your life yet but will Uh and I think they're going to try and kill you. Well, I think I should be friends with them first. Before they kill you? Before they try, and then they won't, because we'll be friends. But like, then I'll have if, a new assassin friend who can teach me assassin techniques. What if pretending <laughs> to be your friend is how they get the chance to kill you? I'll just have to win them over with my failed idioms. Yeah, that's, you're right. I mean, <laughs> that's one way to go about it, I guess. I guess you, I don't remember what I was saying, but you made the joke that I'm like jaded and untrusting. And sometimes in moments like this, I kind of see it, you know, like I'm like, no, 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 I'm a super friendly person, but you're over here going, I'll befriend them. And I'm over here going, I wouldn't trust them for shit. Who hurt you? I don't know. <laughs> was I don't it know. Maybe it, it was. was, I don't know. No, I don't think so. <clears throat> I just. I don't know. Maybe I just, I feel like I'm inclined to believe the worst sometimes. Like if someone <laughs> writes a name in my notebook and then scratches it out. Yeah. They're trying to kill me or you. Maybe they're trying to keep me from being their friend and like, the, okay. So here's, here's my theory right okay. now. Yeah. This riddle is my current me this. Theory. Riddle, riddle yeah, me okay. this. Hypothetically, someone, okay. someone mm-hmm. writes in a weird Russian version, Hulex in a corner of your notebook and then scratches it all the way out across the page. But that person is evil. And so they're trying to make you think that this person is evil and they want you to stay away from it by inciting fear. But in reality, that person is the key to reuniting with magic and is, was your friend. So now you have to choose what to do. So is this like a, is this like a childhood friends to enemies to lovers sort of plot? <laughs> I is that what we're talking about? No, I was talking about a villain writing the name. But I thought you Someone but I thought you said the here. villain was the key to the to the No to villain the is trying to trying no, that's the name. That's the oh. Well, how do you know the name of that person? Who wrote it there? The villain? We, yeah, the villain wrote it. But why would to the villain fear? 
to keep you away. And it's what you're falling right into. I that doesn't make any <laughs> sense whatsoever. It does. Make okay, sense. here's the thing. If the villain wanted me to stay away and the only lead I have is the name Hulix, then why would they have written the name Hulix in the first place? Because well, let's say that this person and you are destined to collide anyway. Is it better for the villain to incite some distrust and fear in, in you by like crossing out the name in a notebook in advance? Or just leave you and meet this person with no previous knowledge. I think there's better ways to make me mistrust a person. But what if it's the only option? Also, but like, here's the thing. That's like, it's like such a like half-hearted way of making me mistrust this person. So yeah, I'm going to go into it being like, I think this person's trying to kill me. Sure. But if this person keeps trying and doesn't try and kill me, I might start to like come over to their side. So if the villain wants to keep them away... They have to cross out the name, make me think this person's going to kill me, and then act like this person is like, and like fake a murder attempt on me by this person, you know? Well, and maybe that they it's game will. Over. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I guess we don't know how committed this is. We're in the is. early stages. We're in the very early stages. See, this is why we're both, we both need to hear about it, because you're going to be like, hey, stop that. Don't be trusted. <laughs> they want to murder you. And I'm going to yeah. be like, friends, new assassin friends. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. We balance, you know, we balance each other out quite nicely. I'm way too untrusting and you're perhaps going to run directly into the fire. I think you just ate one too many raisin cookies. I hate raisin cookies. <laughs> I know you do. I hate raisins. I'm I, just I, like, great. Maybe I haven't, maybe no, maybe that's the problem. Maybe <laughs> I haven't eaten enough raisins in my life and it makes me cold and bitter and mean. No, I think you ate too many and you don't like them. So, and they, they've come at you by surprise, you know? Maybe like raisin cookies in the middle of the table and you expect chocolate chip but then it crushes your hope oh, so then you learn that is heartbreaking yeah that is heartbreaking i oh. do like <clears throat> this is completely unrelated keep going oh i was just gonna say i do think it's funny that this is not the first situation where i've been just like super negative and mistrusting and you you've asked me who hurt you like before and i, <laughs> I have no fun. concrete answer i'm just like no <laughs> anyway you were saying I was saying, so riddle me this, okay. <clears throat> hypothetically. Okay, yeah. I was writing this book. Okay. I'm not actually writing this book. This is a genuine hypothetical. Okay. Riddle me this. Actually? Actually, because okay. I was thinking about it. Because there are books with titles, like, they both die in the end, and then you're never sure. Mm -hmm. But what if you wrote a book, but the sequence of events went backwards? So it, like, started out with the deaths, and then it, like slowly went backwards and you get so it goes from all hope is lost everyone is dead um, you haven't you haven't like really attached to these characters yet and then mm -hmm. as you go backwards through the story you like start to like feel for them and you mm -hmm. like feel their hope and all their planning and how they're like like how everything is going to go wrong you know it in advance and then you end the book with all that beginner's hope where they haven't grown they haven't like and you like get yeah they haven't like the gone through they haven't gone through any trials and they're still yeah. just like young and hopeful that is you what you call cruel way. and unusual punishment <laughs> because here's the thing amazing I love it haunting well because here's the thing like you said you're going through it you start mm -hmm. off with them dead and you're not really emotionally connected with them yeah. like at all and then as you move backwards through it, every single new thing you learn about them where like you like them mm -hmm. or you laugh with them, you have to read that knowing that exactly. they are going to die. That like, yeah. it's like, it's like unavoidable. Cause if you start a story with like, oh, they make it to the end of this, who knows if they live or not, you think they might live. But if like yeah. you start it with 
like they're dead and then show all the way up there ow yeah and like imagine you get to see them like how they survive the hurdles and stuff and then at the very beginning you have to see their original plan and like all the hope they have before they're like dead and all the like relationships and stuff and you're like no like like ouch because because no matter because everything they do after reading like the first like chapter of that book where they are dead everything you read after that you have to do you have to read knowing that they're dead isn't that awesome I think that would be really cool that is awesome that's painful but it's awesome I can agree my specialty with that. yeah no you it really is though <laughs> those who really don't know specialty. my specialty is um <laughs> creating it's making me very upset <laughs> it's creating book plots but specifically making all of my characters and worlds very traumatized or Mm -hmm. going through and like Tori not only picks like really cruel plot lines for all of her characters and stuff like that or like most of them but she also picks really cruel moments for bad things to happen I love it and it's just it's like situationally she waits until it's like the worst possible time for this character to die and then it's like goodbye it's my favorite thing to cause people the utmost. It's just, it's such a good book that way. It's just, it's my yeah. favorite. When things come together, oof. Yeah, it stresses me out though. Because <laughs> like Tori and I worked on like a couple different like projects together. And I don't remember, I think the last one we were talking about was just like something that we were like storylining for. Oh yeah. And you we were storylining story for your thing. And um, for the comic, I think. Because we were doing the book and the comic. Do you have comic. a name? Do you have like a, do you have like a name in progress for that yet? <sighs> Not yet, but should I give you okay. one of my, should I tell, after you're done, should I tell them one of my favorite heartbreak moments from that one? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead and do that. Um, well, no, but, yeah. no, yeah, I was just, I was just in terms of that book. I remember last time we were talking, I was just sitting there like squirming. I was like, cause there's this one character that I really didn't want to die. And I kept waiting. Cause like Tori kept like being like, oh, maybe this person will die here. And then be like, no, maybe we should put it over here. And I was sitting there like, do they have to die? I'm just like freaking out and I know what you're referring to because you got really mad at me and you kept slapping the camera (laughs) I really like to hit the camera when you're talking about stuff like that anyway you should give your example this wasn't that example but I do know because I'm not going to spoil any deaths but obviously not you shouldn't so there are these basically in this comic thing that we're writing there is this one non-binary character who's the main character and their name is Arrow. And then there's their childhood friend and her name is, uh, what's her name? I forgot. Raya? Was it Raya? Is that the one we settled on? I can't remember. There were so many different I'm going to call her Raya because I don't actually Mm -hmm. remember what we settled on and I don't have my notes. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so in the very beginning, like Arrow escapes this dungeon thing. I'm going to do very basic basic and so Rhea's curse is that when she loses something a scar or like injury will appear on her and the more important the thing is the like bigger the injury is Mm. and she ends up with this like major major scar that she like barely survived this huge injury like all the way like up her neck down like her chest and she finally eventually later on meets um arrow again and is like and arrow's like oh my god what happened like what did you lose and right Ray is gonna say i lost you but she's she's not the main love interest so she's not gonna get her back 
Mm. That scar is never gonna heal because she never feels like she gets her back. So cool. Never feels like like she gets them back, and so she's gonna have that scar forever. Mm. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be heartbreaking, and it's gonna be so good. And I am so excited. Yeah, yeah. So like things like that, like even like, (laughs) Toy's really good at those. Um, I like to plan moments. <laughs> yeah, Toy likes to plan moments, and she likes them to hurt the, the characters that you are come to love. Yeah, and and uh, it's okay. There'll like be it. a different love interest that'll be better for them. Yeah, yeah, that well, is that is true. I I didn't I don't really like ship those two, but I do think it's very cruel. I mean, part of the reason I have that privilege is because I know they're not going to end up together and she's kind of got her own thing going on. But I do think it's very cruel to do it that way still. It's really um, fun in my mind because Rhea's going to be like more of a main character even though you're not following her. Like she's going off mm-hmm. on all these magical major world adventures, but you're not following yeah. them. You just get to kind of like update and see what's happening when she does check in. Well, like the main storyline is like this fun little slice of life really traumatized <laughs> yeah. very sad like oh my gosh yeah just like like little like fun little like normal adventures not really fun little because she's no. very like the no but like for arrow I, what i mean by like fun like i'm talking about like arrow like arrow has yeah. these like oh, fun yeah. not, well fun i mean obviously they're traumatized but like you know they have this like little like plot line that could happen in like any town anywhere That's and true. then well i mean plus like these like cursed kids but whatever and then there's there's Raya and she's just out there like doing all the like classic like main character heroine like plotline stuff and yeah, she's just and then yeah Tempest is the real love interest and yeah. that'll be really fun because she's gonna have to deal with Arrow's traumatic path. yeah but I just think it's so mean with Raya it's just anyway it's gonna be so good it's gonna be good but I she's do... gonna lose everyone it's gonna be grand See, yeah, and you say it's like a fun little thing that happens inside my head. It's not fun for anyone except you. It's true. It's not fun for anyone except you. Well, it'll be great. Yeah. yeah. It'll be Thank fun you. for me. I'll enjoy it'll it. It'll be fun for you, at least. Anyway, we're getting up to, I actually started a timer, believe it or not. We're getting up to um, about our deadline. Before we answer the question, though, I do have a little thing I want to say really quick. Have you been mm-hmm. watching the like Olympics at all? no okay did you ever as a child slide across the wooden floor on with socks <laughs> is that what they're doing <laughs> no just bear with me bear with me i'll get there did you ever do that as a child yeah was that was that not just like okay i do it now as an adult is that not yeah. just like the peak of like fun right okay. yeah <laughs> have you ever watched um Oh gosh, what's it called? It's like shuffleboard on the ice. Um, no. What's it called? Curling. Curling. Where they like slide the big rocks across. <laughs> they slide. It's like there's like a target on the far side and they have like those little brooms and they like sweep and you push the, the big rock and you like slide and try and land on a certain part of the target. Um, I don't think that's, so. That's curling, by the way. So it's done like on ice, right? And they and that's why the little brooms work because they help they help the like um I forget what they're called, the like rocks slide easier. Anyway, 
um curling is kind of fun to watch sometimes it's kind of boring but also at the same time it's kind of entrancing kind of like a train wreck like you kind of can't look away for some reason even though you can't really specify why regardless that is unimportant they're on ice right okay. and they slide across this ice super fast and so i just always assumed that they had little skates right yeah they don't they have flat shoes and one shoe has little grippy stuff on it and the other shoe is like hard plastic so it so they push with one foot and slide on the other one and let them slide across the ice really fast and I was losing my mind today as I realized this because I have no interest in playing in curling but Mm -hmm. and and like being a curler playing curling don't want to actually play the game what I do want is to be let onto the ice with a pair of these <laughs> shoes for like 10 minutes just to have fun because this is like the dream version of like sliding across the floor with your socks. I'm sure you could. I, I want to so bad because it's like I've always like whenever I'm sliding across the floor in socks, I'm like, man, I wish it were easier to slide. I wish I could slide further. And you can here. They slide around so much. I think you just need to get a pair of like curling shoes and then just find some ice. And I think that's, that's what we'll do. Yeah. Cause it's just, I just, it's people around me were getting annoyed with me because every time curling would come on the TV, I'd be like, man, I wish that were me, man. I wish I, I, this is awesome. I wish I was this. And like, people were getting annoyed with me. It was really funny. Hear me out. This is what I liked to imagine the first time you said something. Okay. Uh, full Olympics, like Olympic level people, com- Olympic level competitors, like super intense, you know, like hardcore competitors, the competition, a kitchen, they get all their socks. <laughs> <laughs> the competition has been set and now they're fighting in the kitchen. <laughs> Uh, yeah is that why you asked is that what they're doing yeah because i got excited okay okay picture picture me this riddle me this riddle me this yeah yeah. that's true that's happening the reason that's happening is because i have swapped places with these curlers so they are taking my my spot sliding across the wooden floor in socks and i'm taking their spot Mm -hmm. at the olympics on a little ice rink and everyone You're watching is really con- everyone watching <laughs> is really confused because I'm not curling I'm just sliding <laughs> around on the ice and they're watching because they can't they don't have any other choice because all the curlers yeah. have been teleported to my kitchen floor and are sliding on on socks oh yeah do I get to come you want to come slide around on ice with me yeah sure yeah I'll and then they just watch us slide around and ignore the game yeah. And I, I like mean, to think the curlers haven't noticed that they've been teleported and they just think they're in an obstacle course. <laughs> how could they not notice though? Like it's not like curling and t- like it has an obstacle course as a part of it. They'd be so confused. I think it would be really, really funny. Yeah. I think it'd be funny. I just I don't know how we'd be able to pull this off, but I, I really really think that I really do just think that this is like an even better version of like sliding socks across a wood floor. So I hope that one day I can like live out this little dream of mine. And cause I, I don't think it'd be, I don't think I'd be very good at ice skating. Like, I mean, I've tried before. I haven't in like years, but like, I don't think I'd be very good at ice skating in two shoes on ice that are slippery. Let me at them, you know, like I'm yeah. my feet are on the ground. I'm steady. Yeah. Truth, truth is so. I just I wanted to bring that up because I had this revelation like today and have been really annoying with it ever since. So I just wanted to bring that here as well. 
I just think I just think I really really now I just I want to see someday just once like Olympic competitors but that is their competition a kitchen floor mm -hmm. well they're just like that same intenseness the same drama maybe get like a one of those announcers to like yeah. be like oh and they're sliding past the waffles like I don't slipped on a banana like I don't yeah. <laughs> I think I think everything should be switched. Like I think the I think the the them sliding across the floor should be like announced and recorded over there. But I think the audience should have to stay and watch me slide around like a dumbass. Oh, definitely. I think it should be both. Yeah, definitely. Like two like, events, two separate events. Yeah, but I do think they should be going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think there should be two screens. Yeah, and like you're there in the middle, like sliding around, and it's yeah. on one screen, and then the other screen is like the actual competition. Yeah. Well, because I do think in some ways, I mean, obviously watching them in socks on a wooden floor would be so entertaining. But I also think in some ways me just being a complete fool would also be quite entertaining. Oh, it absolutely would, which is why I think both are absolutely necessary to the Olympics. And yeah. if anyone listening knows anyone in the Olympics, you should really get on that. Yeah. And contact us. Fulfill my dream, you know? Yeah. It's my dream. Come on. Help a dying... I'll friend yeah well I'm at, wait do you have something to tell me am I dying <laughs> everyone is oh my god technically I don't think I start decaying until I'm 25 but Jesus anyway. terrifying sentiment anyway anyway moving on <laughs> moving on I mean like like that's sad but like I just thought it would help you know like sweeten the pot you know get I think I have to be closer to death if I'm going to get someone <laughs> to do something like that for me. I'll work on it. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Takes take a little time. We'll, we'll go I back to it. I don't agree to that so easily. I go, I'll work on it. And you go, okay, have fun. No, I said take some time. We'll come back in a couple decades. Well, okay. it'll be four years until the next Winter Olympics. So between then and there, I'll work on it. How about that? No, too soon. Um, <clears throat> well, give it, a, give it a couple of times. I don't know. The Olympics only come around so many times, you know. I feel like it's gonna be around, especially with our new edition. Yeah, but it has to popular. be. It has to be at the perfect time. Like I have to, I have to be dying right around every four years. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll we'll come back to it later. Anyway. Yeah. So, bananas. Banana. Nope. <laughs> bananas peeling out. Peeling out. Wow. Taking off. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is this like what your internal dialogue is like? Yeah, but it doesn't stop and it just keeps going. Wow. It goes word association games until I'm no longer, people does, can no longer see the association. It, it does word association games until no one can see the association and it doesn't stop until you're unconscious. <laughs> Basically, even when I'm unconscious. <laughs> Definitely. Anyway, um, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of a funny question because I feel like I mean, bananas are obviously like popular, I guess, but they're not like that big of a deal. I don't feel like. You know what I think? What? What I think would happen? <sighs> Capitalism. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. <laughs> um, I think it's gonna since now, if bananas are illegal, first of all, they're gonna become like a luxury where yeah. like like famous well, no. people are gonna have them on the download and I think that it's Wait. gonna be that thing where since it's exclusive people there shouldn't be like banana mafias where they like sell bananas in secret 
you know, because yeah. all of a sudden it's illegal and then everyone wants it. So it's not popular now, but I think as soon as it's taken off the market, people are going to be like, where the fuck are all the bananas? Like I need my banana fix. Like, yeah. Okay, how am I going to awkwardly make eye contact with someone across the room eating a banana if there's no bananas? Like, you know? Yeah, I do love making fun of men, particularly eating bananas and being like, ew, because I just think it's so funny because I don't know what to do. But I thought the, I thought the, the question was, because like I, this, I don't, this question is written in, in a certain way on, in chat, but I thought the question was, what would be, what would it be like if like, there were no bananas anymore? I didn't realize. No, we it says, about- how would you think the world would be if bananas were illegal? Oh, that's a good point then. Because I, I thought we were talking about like if if bananas like were like t- removed from the world. And yeah. I was like, well, if they're removed from the world, we'll find something else. But if they're illegal, that's an entirely different question. Because you're right, when when things yeah. are like rare or like illegal, there be- there comes to be like a in fact you know, we illegal should trade. make them illegal because then more people would eat them. Uh, I don't know about that because if, if we they would were- become healthier people. No, if, if they were, were made illegal, I don't know if more people would eat them or just like more of the rich people would eat them. I feel like there'd be a whole underground society. Yeah, there'd be a whole underground society, but there'd fruit. also you'd you could be arrested for eating a banana. And like we call, that's not we exactly... call us the fruit snacks. Who 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 calls us that? Who is we? Who's us? Who's they? Who calls us that and who are we? <laughs> who is the fruit snacks and who calls us that i just want okay in my mind there was a whole mini storyline that just happened that i forgot i realized i didn't say out loud <laughs> of course of course you did anyway sorry uh, do we not get to hear the storyline i you were talking i was just was i yeah <laughs> I think I was just saying that, like, I think the problem is by illegalizing bananas, if even if there is this, like, underground market where more people are eating bananas, it won't necessarily be healthy because a lot of times when things are illegalized, they're also, like, villainized. And so, like, they're, like, people are, like, arrested for, for like, things like that. And so, like, you know, people, they're illegal, so people get arrested for them. And so it might be actually unhealthy to eat bananas because, like, it, you know, increases your risk, like, going to jail. Yeah, but, like, physical health. Yeah. I don't know people want things when they can't have them yeah but like okay you want to know my weird internal story that happened really quick and like a yes second? i do uh basically there was a mafia but it was specifically for fruit like fruit bandits where you like steal from the rich and give to the poor but you steal illegal things and you give them out to people because they're better and in my mind i was like this vigilante group is called the fruit snacks because we're fruity and we're giving snacks to the people that also happens to be fruit and yeah and of course we're saving the world with these bananas like releasing them and in my mind it was kind of like a you know what don't we don't talk about the fight club you know yeah totally and, but like the fruit snacks hey look at that oh, you like, used an appropriate reference thank you i really had to think that's about not it. an idiom but that is an appropriate reference which i've I also heard I you misuse before it. i yeah. had to think about it but yeah. um, anyway you give away the fruit to save, you know, like Robin Hood, be like steal bananas from the wild and monkeys. And um, it's a very dangerous quest. So we have like this rigorous training and there's like a mm-hmm. group of misfits that does it. And we travel around in our van, challenging the government and releasing fruit to the people who want it. 
Mm. And so that's why I said they will call us the fruit snacks. Wow. That's like such an elaborate story that I, I can't believe it flashed through your head in that like short period of time. And you just came back at me with a full ass story. But I'm also just such a big fan of how you said that and expected me to, <laughs> to know what you were talking about. <laughs> And then you try to move on from it. In my mind, it happened to either both of us or I said something. (laughs) Either both of us or none of us. And the answer was none of us. This is how I storyline so well. My mind just does the fantasy. Your head just does it for you. Well, I mean, lurkers, there's your answer. If if bananas were legalized, that exactly that would happen. Yeah. So what's your, what's your, what's your answer? What's my answer? Yeah. I, I actually, oh, I think I kind of already answered it. Like, um, I think that, I think you're right. Like, I do think it would make this weird, like dynamic where like bananas are like highly sought after and kind of like illustrious goods but I do think that like it would mainly be among rich people like I don't think there'd be like a banana trade like there is for like some other illegal stuff like I think it would be mainly among the rich people and I don't know there's a lot of people I know that don't like bananas so maybe it won't even go that well among the rich people yeah but also like isn't banana bread really popular so like there'd be a whole bunch of secret underground recipes now I like to think that there'd be like secret underground chefs who bake illegal stuff with bananas yeah I could get behind that forget forget um everything else i just want to see like a story about like a bunch of like secret chefs who are cooking illegal things with bananas but like i don't know what i what i think actually would happen it would be really weird it'd probably be a strange adjustment people might either just like accept it because i do know a lot of people that don't like bananas or they'd or it'd become kind of like you're talking about and like capitalistic and whatever so i don't know i'm i got so distracted by your like little story that i didn't even release i kind of stopped thinking about the question so sorry i do definitely think because like i rescind my initial statement which was that it'd have no effect i do think it would have some sort of effect i do i think it would Um, a major effect on the black market maybe Unless, and vigilantes known as the fruit snacks you are so (laughs) sure about the vigilante thing (laughs) Yeah, I do. I think it would potentially have an effect on like the black market or like definitely like rich people, but I don't know about other than that. But yeah, I think that uh, I think that covers it. I think, yeah. I think that's I think that covers it. What do you guys think? Bananas, you know? Yes, I think the whole thing would be bananas. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be a real slippery slope. We'd have to really hold on to that peel. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, we're, we're ending this so that the poor larkers don't have to listen to this anymore. All right. <laughs> peel out. Oh, my God. Fairly well. End this. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> hold on. Oh. <laughs>